Meister Shani Perik Hey Mishnah Yud Aleph 5.11. The previous Mishnah began darshing the Psukim that one says with the Vidya Maestras, and we actually just darshan in, in the previous Mishnah half of the first Pasuk, and this Mishnah will darshan the second half of that Pasuk. So just so you see where we're going, let me show you the whole Pasuk. Again, we're talking in Parshas Kisavo, it's Devarim, Perk Chavav 26, and we're in yeah, Pasuk Yud Gimel 13. The Pasuk starts out, you will say before Hashem your God, I removed the Kodesh, referring to the Maeser Sheni and the Ravai, fourth year produce, from my house. And also adding true mantra as Maeser, maybe Bikurim. Nasativ, I gave it Lalevi to the Levi. I gave it to the gifts as appropriate to the Ger the convert, the orphan, and the widow. That was referring to the Maeser. Ani. The Pasuk continues, and now this Mishnah here will darshan the rest of the Pasuk. Kechol mitzvascha, according to how all of you have commanded, asher tzivisani, as you commanded it to me. Lo avarti, I didn't transgress, mitzvasecha, from your commandments, v'lo shachachti, nor did I forget. So we'll darshan those different parts here. The Mishnah says here inside, Mishnah Yer Aleph again, it says, Kechol mitzvascha asher tzivisani, like all of the commandments that you commanded me. So the drasha of the Mishnah says is ha im vados. This comes to tell you that if one did the tithing out of order, specifically the Mishnah gives the example of giving Maiser Sheni prior to Maiser Rishon, then he would not be able to do the Vidui. Meaning if in any of the three previous years he took Maiser Sheni on any of his crops prior to Maiser Rishon, he went out of order, he can't say he did it kechol mitzvazcha asher tzivisan, like all the, as you commanded me, and that being the case, he would not be able to do the vidui. Um, this is just an example. If one did any of the steps out of order, that would again be ma'akev, and not allow the person to say the vidui. The mission continues with the verse. The Pasuk says, lo avarti mitzvosecha, I, I didn't um, transgress from your commandments. So now we're going on the negative side. This will come to say there are three specific things that one may not do um, in terms of uh, taking Trumas and Maestras. And if he did, again, it's Ma'akev, he couldn't say the Vidui. So the first of those three are Lo hifrashti memin al mino. I didn't take from one species on a different species. That is to say, for argument's sake, if a person had a wheat crop and a barley crop and he had, you know, 10 bushels of each, so he has to give a total of Two bushels, one from wheat, one from barley as a miser, for example. If a person hypothetically would say, listen, you're the lady, you like barley, I'm the owner, I like wheat, we'll do ourselves both favors, I'll give you two bushels of barley, Mr. Levy, and I'll keep the rest, all the wheat for myself, and everyone's a winner. Wrong, everyone's not a winner. You cannot take barley on behalf of wheat, that's min al amino. and if you tried to do that, besides the fact that it's totally ineffective, and therefore the miser just didn't work, um, if you did it, so now you no longer can recite the vidui. That was the first of the three things that this part of the verse is coming to exclude. The second is, Velomen ha-talush ala mechubor, velomen ha-mechubor ala talush, which literally means, I didn't take from the detached on that which is attached, nor did I take from that which is attached on behalf of what is detached. And the idea here is that while food stuffs are still attached to the ground, they're still growing to the ground, they're not subject to or eligible to taking maestras. So that is, say, for example, if you have, you know, in the middle of your wheat harvest and you're halfway through collecting the wheat and the cone comes knocking, you can't say, um, here, take from this which I've detached and uh, it'll be, you know, I'll give you 
since I have a total of 50, let's say for argument's sake, you know, I will have a total of, of 50 bushels when I finish harvesting everything. Here, take one bushel now. That's my 2%. That's my trimogadola. And, you know, it'll cover what I'm still going to harvest. No, that which hasn't yet been harvested, that's muhubar attached to the ground, cannot, it's ineligible. Um, and similarly, you can't say, listen, I'm going to, I'll eat all of this, the first half of the harvest now, and I'll just ascribe the truma to what I haven't yet detached and harvested, and I'll give like, you know, the full amount when I detach it later on. That would be trying to um, take from the attached on behalf of the detached. Again, it doesn't work. And if you did that, if you tried to do that, um, then you no longer can do your video maestros. And the third thing that the Pasuk comes to exclude is uh, I didn't take from the new on behalf of the old crop, nor did I take from the old crop on behalf of the new crop. And the idea here is that each crop has its um, its vintage. It belongs to a particular year. You'll recall in the beginning of Masechus Rosh Hashanah, it lays out when is like the the new year for grains and fruits and vegetables and trees, etc. Um, and the point is that each crop belongs to its given year, and one cannot take trumas or maestras from this year's crop on behalf of last year's crop, nor on last year's crop on behalf of this year's crop. So again, if you had, for argument's sake, harvested whatever, 10 bushels of wheat last year and 10 bushels of wheat this year, you can't take from this year's crop two bushels for both as maestra, nor to take two bushels from Lashes crop for both years. Can't do that. And if you did, again, you can't say video meisers. The Mishnah continues darshing the pasuk, the pasuk, and it says the pasuk said, "Quote, Velosha chachti." I did not forget. End quote. So the Mishnah says, "Velosha chachti." Come tell you, I didn't forget. Milavarecha milahazkir shimcha alav. I didn't forget to bless you and to mention your name and ascribe your name, attaching it um, to the relevant tithe we're talking about. As I did it, I mean, it could be truma, truma kadola. Meiser, Trumas Meiser, etc. Um, according to the Bartanura, the Pashup Shadir is that I didn't, when you take it, when you take tithes, um, for sure you have to make a bracha, Asher Kedushan, Mitzvah, Vitzivan, Lahafresh, whatever it is, Meiser, Rishon, Sheni, etc. There's a bracha to be said. And if you didn't make the bracha, so you can't say the Vidui. That seems to be how the Bartanura learns, that's a Pashup reading. The problem is that. The requirement to make that bracha is certainly a requirement midrabanan, um, and therefore, a it's sort of strange that we're darching out of a pasuk because the pasuk couldn't have originally, originally meant that. That wasn't a requirement originally; it's rabbinic. Um, and second of all, it's hard to understand, perhaps hard to understand, how failing to do the derabanan uh, would be ma'akev that you couldn't now say the mitzvah rice of video maestros. So, therefore, some understand this is simply an asmachta, meaning that. The verse, of course, didn't really refer to the bracha, which wasn't originally operative, um, but it's it's uh, just a, a reference to the fact that there is a subsequent obligation. And indeed, now that the rabbis required you to make brachas, if you didn't make the brachas, you skipped the brachas, you couldn't do the video maestras. And others, people's, others find that hard to understand. Um, and therefore, it, it may well be that that there are many say that that there was originally an obligation to um, thank Hashem and to ascribe whatever mitzvah you're doing um, back to Hashem explicitly, but there, and that was really midoraisa, an obligation. There just was never a, a formalized um, liturgy of what to say. There's no specific formula of a sher kedushan mitzvosav, but you had to say something um, acknowledging the mitzvah and that it came specifically from Hashem. 
when he did these things, and that is indeed Ma'akev. Um, and only later on did did the Chazal come and give you a specific nusach, uh, a specific formula what to say with the bracha. Um, according to that shot, it may well be then that all mitzvahs were like that once upon a time, meaning whenever you put in your tefillin or shook your lulav, etc., um, one would have to sort of verbalize that this is, I'm doing a mitzvah, but the exact what you would say would vary from person to person based on what they felt, and um, only later on did Anshay Knesset Sikadola, the men of the Great Assembly, come and formalize specific brachas to be said uh, for each and every mitzvah.